Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Thanks for downloading today's episode of the Kent Online podcast. It's Monday, October the 12th, and the Prime Minister has been setting out new measures to try and tackle the rise in cases of coronavirus. A new three-tier strategy has been set out, which will see parts of England labelled as either medium, high or very high risk. Now, the aim is to get the virus under control by Christmas, and areas will face different restrictions depending on their risk category. Here's what Boris Johnson had to say in the Commons. The medium alert level will cover most of the country, uh, which will cover most of the country, and will consist of the current national measures. This includes the rule of six and the closure of hospitality at 10pm. The high alert level reflects the interventions in many local areas at the moment. This primarily aims to reduce household-to-household transmission by preventing all mixing between different households or support bubbles indoors. In these areas, the rule of six will continue to apply outdoors where it is harder for the virus to spread in public spaces as well as private gardens. Most areas which are already subject to local restrictions will automatically move into the high alert level. As a result of rising infection rates, Nottinghamshire, East and West Cheshire and a small area of High Peak will also move into the high alert level. The very high alert level will apply where transmission rates are rising most rapidly and where the NHS could soon be under unbearable pressure without further restrictions. In these areas, the government will set a baseline of prohibiting social mixing indoors and in private gardens and, I'm sorry to say, closing pubs and bars. We want to create the maximum possible local consensus behind this more severe local action. So in each area, we will work with local government leaders on the additional measures which should be taken. Head to kentonline.co.uk for updates on how the county will be affected. Meantime, coronavirus cases in Kent are continuing to rise, but fewer people who test positive are ending up in hospital. According to latest figures, only nine COVID patients are being treated at hospitals in the county right now. That's compared to more than 500 at the height of the pandemic back in April. 886 people were diagnosed with the virus in September, more than double the number in August, and there were almost 700 confirmed cases in the first week of October. We're staying with coronavirus news and the government has also announced today which music clubs, theatres and other entertainment venues are getting funding to help them through the pandemic. They're getting a share of £257 million. A Kent shopping centre is threatening to contact schools if pupils continue to break coronavirus rules. Bosses at the Mall in Maidstone say they've received lots of complaints about children not wearing masks or socially distancing. Some pupils 
vehicles not following the rules have been turned away by security teams. And from today, pregnant women will be allowed to take a partner into their 20-week ultrasound appointment at Darrant Valley Hospital in Dartford. They were banned during the pandemic, leaving mums-to-be to go through the emotional moment alone. Bosses at Darrant Valley say they've rearranged their rooms to make sure they can still follow social distancing and partners will have to wear a face covering. Kent Online News. A Canterbury mum says her daughter's being failed by the education system as authorities struggle to find her a place at a specialist school. Six-year-old Jessica Calcutt, who's autistic and visually impaired, has now been out of school for five months. Shanice says her daughter's falling behind academically and it's having a negative impact on her mental well-being. My six-year-old child can just about write her name. She, she has no contact with any of the children apart from her sister. So when we're out and about, she's asking random strangers if they'll be her friends. Now, that's affecting her as a child that she's not communicating with any of the child, but she needs that in a part of her, part of her life. Um, she, she gets very stressed. She can become quite physical. She keeps asking why she's not at school, why she hasn't have, got no friends. She, she's lost herself a little bit, if, if you understand what I mean. She'd be very, very outgoing and, hi, I'm Jessie. Well, now it's, will you be my friend? I won't hurt you. I have autism, you know. A six-year-old child should not be saying that. She should be t- treated like any other child with or without a disability. And it's like, if we didn't send our children to school, we'd get fine. But yet, they're not quick enough to put her into education, which I think is very, very unfair. I want her to come out of her shell again. I want her to have that, be able to socialise with other children and mix in with other people. Whereas at the minute, she, she, other person she socialises with is family or her three-year-old sister or me. And that is it. And now she's got autism and I know she's going to be a bit behind, but I feel like she's falling behind even more. And it, it's sad. Like, no child should miss out on education. No child should, every child should have the same opportunity with each other, disability or no disability. I'm not going to send her to a mainstream school when we tried two schools which are mainstream and they couldn't meet her needs. I'm not going to put her into a mainstream school which will cause her more threat. Kent County Council say it's not always possible to find children a place at a specialist school close to their home, but they're committed to making sure everyone has access to a school place appropriate for their needs. A prisoner with a history of violence behind bars has been given another 10 years after attacking a fellow inmate at a Sheppey jail. 26-year-old Baz Hockton, who's originally from Ramsgate, slashed the face of his victim last April. He'll serve the extra time alongside a life sentence of at least 23 years after being found guilty of attempting to murder a guard at a prison in Cambridge. The air ambulance has landed on Margate Beach after a man was found injured in a nearby hotel. Police were called to the building in Buenos Aires yesterday afternoon. Officers are still investigating how he was hurt. Now, Kent Online's been told how sensors are going to be installed to try and improve safety on Kent's roads. The artificial intelligence cameras monitor things like near misses between cyclists and cars or pedestrians. The data can then be used to help redesign junctions. There have been some concerns, though, about privacy and whether the cameras could eventually be used to enforce things like social distancing. We've been speaking to Peter Milden, one of the co-founders of tech firm Vivacity. The device has some software that runs on it that can work out where road users are and split them into nine classes. So the nine classes are pedestrian, cyclist, car, van, 
um, two types of HGV, taxi and bus. I think I've, oh, motorbike, there we go, got nine for you. And uh, provide data on how they're using that road space. So it's, it's all entirely anonymized at the site and we don't actually stream any video from the device and we don't record any video. Um, so actually within about a quarter of a second of a frame happening, that is lost forever. Um, so all of the data that we're producing is entirely anonymous. And the idea is, as I say, to provide information on how that road space is being used. So at a very low level, it could just be what is the volume of pedestrians or cyclists walking down the road? And at a more detailed level, it might be what path are they taking across the field of view? So we can look at where pedestrians are crossing the road. Are cyclists using a cycle lane or are they choosing to go into the main lane? are um, cars sticking to the lanes as expected. They typically are, but we can start to see um, those sorts of trends. And then that builds up a picture that enables the likes of Kent County Council to um, better manage that road space, whether that's uh, real-time operation, uh, alerting for incidents having happened, congestion building up, or uh, longer-term strategic planning of whether they want to change a road layout, try and make a junction safer, make the road wider, make the pavement wider, um, and it's all feeding into those sorts of things. In Kent, what we've been asked to look at is actually more focused on safety. Um, so we've been asked to explore whether we can look at near misses between cyclists and cars. From the pixel re resolution of the cameras, we're not going to be able to use them for enforcement because uh, you're not going to be able to... Um, do anything like facial recognition coupled with the fact that we as a company have a policy that we are never going to touch facial recognition so from a privacy perspective there's no slippery slope there's no back door to these being big brother Tom Parker from The Wanted has been diagnosed with an inoperable and terminal brain tumour. The singer, who's patron of Gravesend-based charity Eleanor, says he started radiotherapy and chemotherapy. The 32-year-old is expecting his second child with wife Kelsey Hardwich and says they want to raise awareness. Now, if you're in Aylsham or Nonnington near Canterbury, you're still being asked to keep doors and windows closed and not light any bonfires or fireworks following a major gas leak. Firefighters were called to a field on Rattling Road near the Yodel Depot, which had to be evacuated on Saturday. Crews have now left the scene, but it could take engineers until Wednesday to fix the faulty pipe. Wind turbines could be attached to lampposts on stretches of motorway like the M2 and M20 in Kent to generate electricity. A Whitstable businessman has come up with the idea which he thinks could help the UK reach green energy targets without having to build more solar parks or huge wind turbines. He's spoken about the concept after the Prime Minister pledged to have every home in the UK powered by offshore wind by 2030. Barry Thompson is from Alpha 311. We put our turbine in the central reservation. The cars passing on either side of it displace air as they, if you've ever stood by the road and a, a lorry's gone past, you'll feel the air that it, it moves. Well, we capture that energy. One turbine is the equivalent of a 21 square meters of solar panels. And it's on a lamppost. So we're not taking up farmland not taking up natural habitats 
we're making use of what we've already put in. At kentonline.co.uk, you can see inside a £1 million penthouse apartment, which is part of a new development in Tunbridge Wells. 127 luxury homes have been built on the Pantiles after the Union House Office block was demolished. There's also a cultural space for live performances and events. Meantime, you can also see a new image of what a £5 billion theme park in North Kent could eventually look like. London Resort in Swanscombe has previously been dubbed Britain's answer to Disneyland. And the nighttime aerial view shows roller coasters and water parks, along with two new ferry terminals. If it's all given the go ahead, bosses hope to have it open by 2024. Well, that's it for today, but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app. That will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. To do it, head to ilifmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.